it is a delight to be here. Uh, I, uh, you ask the question, why would anybody leave Truett to go to the uh, Baptist General Convention of Texas? And uh, I think the uh, answer is, I don't know why anybody would do that. Uh, but uh, I did because I felt like that was God's leading in my life. But uh, anytime we have a chance to come back to Waco or certainly to come back to Truett, uh, we count that a delight and a blessing. So it's, it's good to be here. And I bring you greetings from uh, 5,000, almost 500 Texas Baptist churches who um, are really working diligently every day to make a difference in the state. And I'll, uh, I'll talk a little bit about that today. Really, when I, uh, this whole day was worked out, the BGCT day at Truett, uh, I didn't know whether to talk to you about uh, who we are as a Texas Baptist Convention? Or do I talk to you about uh, what we're doing around the state? Or do I talk about uh, where we're going forward, uh, what our needs and issues are? And so wrestling through all that, I decided, yes, that is what I'll talk about. Uh, and in 20 minutes or less, I'm going to try to address all three of those things. Uh, and hopefully, if there, and then there'll be a few gaps along the way, uh, at lunch, we can uh, fill in some blanks. Uh, but I do want to talk to you uh, about who we are, some of the things that we're doing, and what some issues are going forward, issues that uh, relate to you as students, uh, and some of the issues relate to you very directly. And so we'll talk about all those here in these next few minutes. But if you have your Bible, open it to uh, a verse you just sung moments ago. Uh, 2 Timothy chapter uh, 1, verse 12. Uh, I want to read that, and then there's just that phrase from it that I'll use as the, the, the foundation for what I'm going to share today. But if you've got your Bible, uh, 2 Timothy 1, 12. If you didn't bring a Bible, don't worry, I've got mine with me. And, uh, I'll, and actually, I've already found the verse, so we're a step ahead. But Paul writes to his young friend Timothy and says, For this reason... I also suffer these things, but I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and I am convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day. That little phrase, I know whom I have believed, is a phrase that, at least in these first few months as uh, in my role in, with the Texas Convention, that I've used as a, kind of the launching pad for the, uh, my, my remarks to uh, institutions, my remarks to churches, and, and even to individuals as opportunity comes along the way. But it's that, that, it's that phrase, I know whom I have believed, that really lays the, the foundation for who we are as Texas Baptists. And we are, and if you don't leave here with anything else today, I, ho I do hope you, you understand today that Texas Baptists, we are a people of very firm beliefs. We know who we are. And we do believe that there is one true God. And it is our firm belief that this God has revealed himself as Father and as Son and as Holy Spirit. And when Texas Baptists think about God the Father, then we know that God the Father created. We understand what Genesis 1-1 says. In the beginning, God created, and we affirm that and acknowledge that. We believe in God the Creator. We believe in God the Redeemer. We know what that means, and you know what that means. It's what you're taught in, in class here at Truett Seminary. We understand 
The whole redemptive process that God put in place, I think that redemptive process is outlined fairly well in 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Texas Baptists are firm in our beliefs about God the Father who created and God the Father who redeemed and God the Father who still sustains. Sometimes you look around and I look around and it does seem as though things are out of control, but we always return to that firm foundation of our beliefs in God the Father who sustains us individually, us collectively, and all that there is. We have firm beliefs in God, our Heavenly Father. We know that He is omnipotent, as do you. We know that he is omniscient. We know that God is omnipresent. He is here with us in this place today. Texas Baptists have firm beliefs. We believe that God the Father is both fully just and completely merciful. Who are Texas Baptists? I want you to know we are a people of firm beliefs. And we are a people who believe not only in God the Father but in God the Son. Texas Baptists do believe that Jesus Christ is the only way to salvation. We believe he is God's only son. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. He is God's only son. He is the only way to salvation. No one comes to the Father but by me. And the way Paul wrote it to the Romans in Romans 10, 9, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Texas Baptists have firm beliefs about God the Father and as creator and as redeemer. We, we know these things. When I was a pastor, I always wanted to take our church just a little bit deeper when it comes to who Jesus Christ is as God's only son and the only way to salvation. And I would say fairly often, often enough that I hope they would, would understand it as the, the belief of our church, but we believe that Jesus was born of a virgin and that he lived a perfect life that he died on the cross at Calvary and was raised again by the power of God. And we believe that that was a resurrection and not a resuscitation. We believe he has ascended into the heavens and is sitting at the right hand of the throne of God. And we do believe that Jesus Christ, God's only son, is coming again someday to receive all of us unto himself for all eternity who hold those convictions in our heart about who he is. Texas Baptists have firm beliefs about God the Father, about God the Son, and about God the Holy Spirit. We believe that the Holy Spirit indwells us. We believe that the Holy Spirit indwells us at that moment when we acknowledge Jesus Christ as our Savior and, and, we, and we invite Jesus Christ to be a part of our lives. I'll tell you when that happened for me. I have a testimony. I share it often enough that I have to be careful that it doesn't become just words I say, but it's, it's the testimony of my heart. But I was nine years old, and our family was living in Duncan, Oklahoma. My father was my pastor. He was pastoring the Highland Park Baptist Church of Duncan, Oklahoma. Church has changed so completely since those days, but I remember it fondly. But the age of nine, on the first Tuesday night of the year in 1966, I'm 56, so you can kind of start doing the calculations there, you know, all that. But I was laying in my bed and I was looking out the window. I shared a room with my two brothers. I have an older brother, Mark. I have a younger brother, Philip. I have a sister and she had her own room. I'm not bitter about that. 
anymore. <laughs> Laying in my bed, though, looking out that window, and for reasons you and I would understand, uh, I was just contemplating eternity. I'd been in church all my life. I, I, I can't remember a time growing up when I wasn't in church. And by the way, I'm not complaining about that. Account is a great blessing. But I tell you, I was scared thinking about eternity. I was confused. But I got out of my bed and I went to the living room where my parents were. And at that moment of confusion and in that moment of fear, my mother and my father pointed me to Jesus. It was a quiet place, but in the sweetness of that living room, I prayed and I invited Jesus Christ into my heart. Changed my life, changed my world. Changed my future direction always. But when I prayed that prayer, as happened for you, the Holy Spirit of an almighty God came to indwell me. And since then, just as it happens for you again and again and again, he has empowered me. In Texas Baptist, we are people who have firm beliefs about God the Father and God the Son and God the Holy Spirit who indwells us and empowers us. But Texas Baptists are not only firm in our beliefs, but because of our firm beliefs, we have strong convictions. We have very strong convictions about the Bible. You do too. Truett Seminary does. I know that for a fact. And I tell that everywhere I go because I've been here. And Truett Seminary has very strong convictions, as do Texas Baptists, about the Holy Scriptures. I was a kid when I heard an evangelist say once, I kind of thought it amusing at the time. As I've gotten older, though, I've kind of adopted it for my own little saying. But he said, you know, I believe the Bible to be the inspired word of God from Genesis to maps. And I thought, I think I can connect to that. Because that's who I am and that's what I believe and that's who Texas Baptists are. We have strong convictions about Scripture. That's what Paul wrote to Timothy, 2 Timothy 3.16. All scripture is inspired by God and Texas Baptists embrace that fully and completely. Yes, it is. And that's who we are. But we also have strong convictions about what it means to be a Baptist. Now, I can't go through all of those today, but I would say a couple of things to you for sure because they do relate to you now and certainly in the future. But Texas Baptists... We do believe strongly in the priesthood of the believer. We believe in your right, your privilege, your responsibility to take up God's word, read it for yourself, to talk to God uh, fully and completely without having to go through any other human means. We believe in the priesthood of the believer and we believe in the autonomy of a local church. I tell every church and every pastor I know, every association and every director of missions I know, we as Texas Baptists, we have no interest in, we have no intentions of Telling your church or telling your association what it is you need to be or, or, or what it is you need to do or where it is God, you need to go. We believe in you and, and, and your ability to hear that from God. But I also tell them we want to be your friends in that. And when you get to your church or, or to your ministry place, wherever that might be, I just want you to know that you have a friend, you have a partner, you have people who want to lock arms and hands with you in Texas Baptist and pursue that direction that God is leading you. That's, that's who we are. We have strong convictions about the Bible. We have strong convictions about being Baptist. We have strong convictions about right and wrong. As do you. But I'll say this. When, when something is right, Texas Baptists, we want to stand up and speak 
for that and, 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 and promote that and be supportive of that. And, and we do. But when things are wrong, and sometimes it's necessary that we stand up and say we believe in, in, in certain convictions we hold from Scripture and, and, and therefore moral behaviors we believe are wrong and ethical behaviors we believe are wrong. But would you hear me say this? Anytime we as Texas Baptists speak against something that's being wrong, we always want to do that with, in such a way that people don't just hear our words, but they feel our heart. And the heart of Texas Baptist is just as it is for you. It's what comes naturally for us. And what comes naturally is our, not just our intent, but our ability to, in, in, with equal passion and with equal fervor, condemn sin, but yet love sinners and open our arms to them and, and welcome them in, into, into who we are. Who are Texas Baptists? We are people of firm beliefs and strong convictions and we always want to be a people who practice what we preach and what we preach is grace. We preach God's grace. Now here's some good news for you. We are preaching grace every Sunday in a Texas Baptist church in 52 different languages. 53 if you count the cowboy churches. <laughs> we are preaching the gospel of grace there are 177 colleges and universities in the state of Texas, and Texas Baptists have a presence on 120 of those campuses. It's the presence of grace. I used to think, and, and it certainly is still the case in many ways, that, that when, when, when children are small, they are vulnerable. When children are small, they are susceptible. But I've, I've come to believe this. When, when students enter their college years, think they are perhaps equally vulnerable and equally susceptible and it is encouraging to me to know that Texas Baptists have a presence of God's grace on 120 campuses touching students when they're vulnerable and in their places of susceptibility we are there and, and, and our churches make that happen you make that happen and we are grateful for it who are Texas Baptists we are people of firm beliefs and strong convictions and we practice what we preach and that is grace. And we're making great progress. Oh, there's much to be done. Don't misunderstand. There are 25 million people in Texas today. Houston, Texas is the most culturally diverse city in the United States of America. 200 languages and dialects are spoken in the Houston Independent School District today. If you look at the projections going forward, there may be 25 million Texans today. By 2040, there'll be 40 million Texans. And Texas will, as a whole, look very much like the city of San Antonio does today. We have tremendous challenges in front of us, but we are doing good work. Since January 1st of this year, Texas Baptists have started 70 churches. People sometimes ask me, are we still doing work along the river, along the border? Let me tell you, just since January, there have been over 2,000 Texas 
volunteers go to the border. And there they have partnered with over 3,000 volunteers from along the border. And in the variety of ministries that they have engaged in along the border, in our river ministry and missions, hundreds of people have come to know Jesus Christ as Savior. Yes, we are on the border, and yes, we're making a difference down there. Even as you and I speak, a group of singing men of Texas are in Ukraine. I haven't had the latest statistics, but this same group went to Ukraine back in May. And over the course of 10 days, in the concerts, in the, in the presentations of the gospel that they shared, 4,000 people came to know Jesus Christ as Savior. Texas Baptists are touching the state, and we are touching the world. Let me talk to you just a little bit about how our, our convention is divided up and how our work is divided up. We have three centers, basically, at the Baptist General Convention of Texas. We have a, an education and discipleship center. And, and whatever help a church needs when it comes to their educational ministry or their discipleship ministry, we offer help in that. We offer help in discipleship and education in ways you can't even think of today. But we are there. Chris Liebram directs that center. He is here today. And I would encourage you to find him and talk to him about what all we are doing. It is extraordinary. We have an advocacy and care center. That is our public policy arm. And by the way, they are getting very busy for the next legislative session. And Texas Baptist, through the public policy arm of our advocacy and care center, we are making a difference for the people of Texas and for the churches in Texas. Two quick things I would tell you. In the last legislative session, all funding was taken out for chaplains in Texas prisons until Texas Baptist went to work. And that funding was restored. And now we have still chaplains in prisons. And Texas Baptists have endorsed over 700 chaplains who are serving around the world. We are doing great work and we are making a difference. The most recent thing that we've done to help churches is in the area of, and it's a little complicated and really more complicated than my feeble mind can understand, but it's in the area of, uh, of energy and, and the way... Uh, Many of our churches in deregulated markets around our state have been grossly overcharged because of when we meet, which is on weekends. But Texas Baptists have gone to work and we have made it possible for those churches to address those needs and greatly reduce their costs and have more funds for their mission and ministry needs. And we are promoting that now all over the state and that is because of the Advocacy and Care Center of Texas Baptist and we're grateful for it. Finally, we have an evangelism and mission center that is led by a small team, and they are doing great work. Evangelism and missions. When you think of Texas Baptist, that's our heartbeat. That's really who we are. That's, that's what we are working to do every day, is share the gospel of Jesus Christ with the people of Texas and beyond. I wish I could tell you more about what we're doing, but I want to spend a couple of minutes about issues going forward. And there are many, but I'd like to talk to you about three. Number one, this is where it relates to you as students. We have a great need for more ministers in our Texas Baptist churches. Ministers of all callings. But we do have a particular need for pastors and church planters. It would be our intent in the next six to eight years to start as many as a thousand new churches in Texas. But in order for us to do that, we're going to need a thousand 
new pastors and church planters. And if that's something you'd be open and interested in, we just started an internship in church planting where you can get a taste of that and see if that's maybe where, where God would, would affirm your calling. And if so, then we want you to talk with us about that and we can help make that connection happen for you. We also are really working hard to, to cooperate with Truth Seminary and our other friends around the state to help our, our pastors and our churches connect together. Dr. Joe Lachlan is leading that work and that ministry for us along with your Judy Battles here. But we really want to make sure that our churches and our pastors have ways of connecting one to another and we're working hard to do that. When you are ready to find a ministry place, yes, you have a friend here at Truett with Judy, but in a broader circle, we're able to help you as well and want to do that. So please let us be in your loop. We want you to be in ours. We just have that need for more ministers particularly pastors and church planters. Secondly, I talk about this everywhere I go, and it's, I, I tell people it's not because I was a development officer, but maybe it kind of is. We really need to raise up a new spirit of generosity among Texas Baptists. When I was a pastor, you know, you, I, I didn't really hesitate to preach on giving. And so I still don't hesitate to talk about it. But we need to raise up a new spirit of generosity among Texas Baptists. Being generous with your time and generous with your talents and generous with your treasures. You've heard all that and it may sound a little cliche-ish, but I don't mean it to be that way. I'm serious about all three of those. But let me talk a little bit about the treasure part. Now, I know you're thinking, you're going to ask us for money? Yes in a roundabout way. Truth Seminary works diligently to make sure that, that your tuition remains as, as affordable as possible. And the Baptist Journal Convention of Texas is happy. We're delighted. We're thrilled to be your partners in that. And we want to do more, and we hope we can in the future. But all of us can have a part in raising resources for our work, whether it be in churches, institutions, or the work of the convention, we all have a part in that, and we can. You know, when I was a pastor, and this will happen to you regardless of your ministry opportunity, but periodically people would come to me, and they would say, Pastor, I've come into a little extra money. Is there a way that you think I could really help with that besides just the church budget and after we talked about the, the pastor love offering part of that then we <laughs> but do you know this pulpit stands on this platform today because somebody did that in a church where I was the pastor and I directed them to Truett Seminary some of you are sitting on a pew where another lady came to me when I was the pastor and said, what can I do with this extra money? And I said, how about thinking of Truett Seminary? And she gave the money for one of those pews. I'm just saying, keep your eyes and ears open. It'll happen. And it's a great opportunity when you can connect somebody with something that they're, that they all, that they're passionate about. 
We need to raise up a spirit of generosity, not only in life, but at death. And I talk to every Texas Baptist I can about all of us finding some cause that we are passionate about, some cause we believe in. Whether it's a church, whether it's an institution, whether it's the convention and one of our ministries that we can leave some portion of our estate to, however large or however small that might be. And all of us will have something we can leave. And I'm not asking anybody to do something Kathleen and I haven't already made a commitment to do. All of us can leave something. It could be something very small. It could be something very large. And if it's something very large, then if you'd see me here in just a minute, I'd be happy to pray with you about that but raising up a spirit of generosity finally we've got to raise up a new belief and I want to word this carefully it's a new belief not in the practice but in the power of cooperation believing that we really can do more When we bring our time and when we bring our talent and we bring our treasure together and we pool that with others and what God can do with that and what God does with that is extraordinary. Think of you and who you are and the talent you have, the time you have and what resources you have. You bring that to wherever you are involved in ministry and you pool that with someone else and what you're able to do all of a sudden all of a sudden you've combined that with some others and your gifts are just exponentially growing. It's the same thing happens for churches. When you're in a church, that church does much. But when that church takes what it has and it brings what it has to, to 5,500 other churches, then what that church is able to do and the difference that church is able to make all of a sudden grows exponentially. It's not the practice. It's the power of cooperation. And we're just asking Texas Baptists to believe in that again. We're asking you as students to help lead the way with that. Oh, I, who are Texas Baptists? We're firm in our beliefs. We're strong in our convictions. We practice what we preach, and that is the gospel of grace. We are doing great work, and we're making tremendous difference in the state, but there is so much more to do, and we need you. And this is my chance, my opportunity to appeal to you as students. I would never try to interfere with where God is going to take you and where God's going to call you to go. But I would be comfortable saying in many ways the world is coming to Texas and we, we need you. Truett Seminary is a special place. You are blessed to be here. Take full advantage of the opportunities you have to study under these great men and women. One of my former professors is sitting right back there in Dr. Hewlett Glower. He may be a little embarrassed today with me here, and uh, I hope I haven't made too much of a mess of this, Dr. Glower. You are blessed to study here. Take full advantage of it. And remember, Texas Baptist, we're your friends. We're your partners. We're here for you. We want to help. And we love you. Thank you very much. God bless you.